Hello and welcome to another episode of Bikini Things. We're in the home studio. I'm here with Kaylee. Michelle, we've got on the phone and today we are talking everything romantic relationships for competitors. So I'm very excited to chat with you two about this topic today. This is definitely a highly requested topic. How have you girls been? What have you been up to this week? I am continuing onward and upward with uh, prep and focusing on dropping a few pounds here and there and just staying positive through all of the kind of commotion um, in California. Obviously, it's more of a hot spot, so cases are rising as things were opening and people started stepping out and living their lives again. And unfortunately, that led to more closures and sort of put back in place fear on certain things like gyms and shows and whatever. But for me, I'm just moving forward and staying positive. It's been a weird 4th of July weekend. A lot of stuff, like Kaylee said, shut down. We've got Michelle on the phone. So Michelle, you're kind of you're what? You're self-quarantined right now? Yes. So I am self-quarantined. I discovered a few days ago that someone very close to me tested positive for COVID. So that means that I am doing what I can to step away to just quarantine myself. The process of getting a test has been really challenging. I think, like you guys said, COVID cases are going up in Southern California. So it's been really challenging for me to just figure out how I can get tested. So I'm kind of waiting and just quarantining for now until I can either get a test or until I know that I'm good to go. But that has posed some challenges in itself. I mean, I'm six weeks in for prep and now I really have to focus on figuring out what I can do to do my workouts at home. Luckily, luckily I got that gym set up right before this all started. So I do have my gym at home. We're still working on some new like cable rigs, stuff like that, that my boyfriend has been setting up. My cardio is me going up and down the stairs and tracking my heart rate. So I'm getting it done, but it's, it's definitely posing some challenges. And so, and I can't be in the studio today because I'm here at home. <laughs> yeah, the responsibility. But I did see that you guys ordered groceries. So you're getting your food delivered. Yes. Well, we actually, we've gotten them delivered before, but we actually picked them up because the whole delivery service was a little messed up. I was trying to use Amazon and they didn't have like any vegetables or anything. So, but they just bring it to our car, which was so nice. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that you're I'm glad that you're still able to continue prep and you're still feeling okay and and doing well. Um we're obviously glad we could still get together and record and I know on a few days ago the three of us were kind of racking our brains for what we do and also trying to help you figure out if there's a way for you to get tested. So this is a topic, this is a topic we covered, I guess, in season one of Bikini Things, or I guess the, you know, the version of Bikini Things prior to you girls. And it's kind of a fun one to talk about because whether you're single or whether you're in a relationship, there are a lot of just extra complexities and stresses that going into that go into romantic relationships when you're a competitor. So that's something we wanted to talk about today for everyone's awareness. Kaylee, you're in a relationship and the person you're dating also competes. Correct. 
And how long have you guys been together? So we've been together a little over a year now. And when we first started dating, he actually did not compete at all. Um, he was very aware of the world of competitions and bodybuilding, but he was not a competitor until recently this year in February. So so you have that experience of prepping together. I have that experience uh-huh. of prepping together, absolutely, okay. but also prepping with someone that didn't know exactly what a prep entailed as well for their significant others. So Yeah, yeah. And then Michelle, you and Danny doesn't compete, but you two have been together for a while now too, huh? Yeah, so we've been together for coming up on our two-year anniversary. Danny does not compete, but I have kind of gotten him him more into working out since we've been together, at least kept him into working out. Uh, He's actually doing a kind of cut with me right now, just nowhere near a bikini cut, but I've got him on the same fat burner as me. Wait, you don't want him to be bikini ready? You know, well, where are we going to go for him to be bikini ready? That's true. That's true. The beaches were closed um, this weekend. We will have portable Ugh. pools and we'll put the guys in bikinis. It'll be yes. really great. And then we'll have oh some gosh. contenders for Laura as well. That would be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. So kind of rounding out, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to kind of throw it out there. So the audience had an idea of what our, what our backgrounds are what our current experiences are. I'm the single gal of the group. I'm typically more often than not, I tend to be single. I was in a relationship this past fall. And then I have had experiences of dating people while I was prepping. So can definitely speak to that as well. But yeah, really for today's episode, we kind of just wanted to talk about some of the, you know, issues you can, you can run into and how do you, how do you make things work with your partner? How do you, communicate what your needs are. How do you try to date when you're single and you're prepping? If you even try at all and and really get into all of that. So Kaylee, you began competing yourself because of a relationship. Can you go into that a little bit and, and talk about what it's like now doing the opposite, getting someone else into prepping? Yeah. So I was in a pretty long-term relationship back in 2015, 2016, and he was actually starting to prep for his very first bodybuilding show. I really had no knowledge of the industry. It was the first time that I went to LA Fit Expo. It was with him. We saw a show. I just said, oh, wow, that's cool, but had just no idea at all what what anyone... Wh- I didn't know what a prep was. I didn't know what a prep was. I barely even worked out. He had the body of a bodybuilder, so obviously I knew he worked out and that was important to him, but I was just kind of running along in his tracks and... We sat down one night actually at Mastro's over a steak dinner. Sounds so good right now. And that does sound good. <laughs> some butter cake and oh, then, my oh gosh, gosh. butter cake, yes. Some mashed potatoes and a steak. Yes, please. <laughs> he, Sorry, that was mean. As I'm um anyway, so we were just talking and it was right before he was starting he was going to start prep with his coach and he knew that I wanted to kind of get into working out. I had just moved to California and I wanted to look my best and be my best. And so I literally remember showing him a picture of this one 
one uh, model, but also she was a competitor at the time. And I said, I just want to look like her. And he looked over at me and he said, well, why don't you compete too? And I was like, no, like I am fully supporting you. I'll be your cheerleader, but no, like this is your thing. Then I went home that night and started researching it a little bit more and realized that, as I've mentioned in the past, I had modeled, I had done runway, I had done bikini shoots, I am confident enough in my body that I don't mind being in front of people, and I'm very goal-driven, so I realized, oh, okay, maybe this is what I should do. So I texted him and I told him, I think you're onto something, and I think the following week I nervously reached out to his coach and set up an appointment and went in and saw him and started on a plan and we basically started prepping together. Um, he did a show a month earlier than I did for his first show and I did and then he also competed in the same show as me for my first show and for that prep in particular, I think because both of us didn't really know kind of what was at stakes, what to expect. It was both of our first preps ever. He had generally been with this coach and trainer for a while prior to prepping for a show and had discussed it with him for some time. But we both were kind of, we, we didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into. So it wasn't really that hard. I think it was hard in the fact that we didn't live together. A lot of, like, I tend to be needy sometimes in a relationship and want to spend time. And the only time that we were really spending together was over the weekends. And then that kind of ended up being gym time or, and he, oh, he would never want to work out with me. And I remember also, so again, this is my first time really getting into even working out. Like for the start of my prep, I was working out of my apartment gym and I went to the gym with him and he helped me train shoulders and he looked at me and he goes, okay, go get the rope. And I was like, the rope? I had no idea what he was talking about. And I'm at the cable machine. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now I know what that is, Right. But back then, I had no idea. I was literally just looking to him for any guidance or any support, any help, because he was more knowledgeable on working out. And he looks at me, and I am just like a deer in headlights. I have no idea what he's talking about. And he goes, don't be a sheep. Be a lion. <laughs> and I literally was mortified. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> and... He's telling me I'm being a sheep, which... And you literally had no clue what he was I had no about. idea. Yeah, you had no clue that he meant, like, go get the rope attachment <laughs> to... But knowing that, it, he did push me to limits that I never really knew I had, especially with prepping. So that's one, I think, plus side of prepping with someone who else is also a competitor that you, you can push each other if you know how to. Um, yeah, which is kind of nice. I mean, for, so this was, I guess, my first year of competing back in 2017 for a little bit. I was dating a friend of yours, Kaylee, who was so, sort of part of how we 
became friends, how we knew each other is we had this mutual friend that I ended up dating for a few months in 2017. And he was, he never competed, but he was definitely a bodybuilder type guy. If you were to see a photo of him, you'd be like, oh yeah, that guy's a bodybuilder. And it was nice. Like the few months I was prepping while we were together, we'd go to the gym together. We'd cook food together. We ate the same things just in different portions. You know, I could talk with him as long as I wanted about supplements, workouts, you know, how I felt I was doing with my progress, how my plan was going, anything like that. And it was nice to have someone to commiserate and also just literally do all those activities with because we would just do the same things. And, you know, we got plenty of quality time because we were literally just spending all this time together at the gym, cooking, eating, (laughs) all of that, you know? Yeah. And that's how my first prep was with my ex. And I, I remember being so proud when he went on stage for the very first time, it was really a cool experience as like being in the audience as the girlfriend, seeing the hard work that he put through that in itself was just awesome to be a part. And then when we actually competed together and he fed me a cookie back, like as soon as I got off stage or cake, it was cake muscle contest show. Um, just those kind of memories were made. And I realized that I really fell in love with competing after that. So we went through our first prep together and I wanted to keep going. And he still loved bodybuilding, but competing wasn't really his passion. And definitely, I feel like at this point, ended up breaking us apart. Now you're now you're on the opposite side of that. Now you have this person you're with, you've introduced him to competing. What's that been like? Fast forward to a couple of years later, and I find myself with a guy who actually is very passionate about bodybuilding and like literally like you were talking about discussing supplements and food and workouts and all these things we would talk hours and hours while just dating on these and I'm like oh my gosh this guy loves this this is awesome like he's going to be okay with me competing and I I didn't know if he if that's something that he wanted to ever pursue but as long as he supported me and my route because I was when I first met Kyle, I was actually going for my pro card and had already been competing for a few years. So I remember we made it exclusive and then about a month later I was going into prep for my pro card and it was a huge deal and I remember sitting down on a coffee table, he's on the couch. And I'm just looking at him and I'm terrified because I know how much I have to put into this prep. And this is a new relationship. Mm -hmm. And it is very important that you make that other person a priority, which I think I definitely lacked on in my previous relationship. And I knew that. And I respected Kyle and I just, I knew it was something a great relationship, but I was so afraid that me prepping would tear us apart 
because he didn't really understand like this is this is what you should expect as a significant other you've never competed you've never done a prep you're into bodybuilding you're into fitness and the workouts and we have all this in common but a prep is a whole nother level so I had talks with him I had so many talks with him leading up to me prepping and then when I prepped, he actually did his own kind of cut and got down like to a really, really good shape and size. And that was totally on his own, but it was just kind of in support of me. And by the time that I went off to New Jersey, New York, he wanted to be in with a really good physique as well. He was like, hey, you're going to get your pro card and you're going to have pictures taken and I want to look just as good. So we're going to do this together. And I think him prepping, semi-prepping for my show is then what made him kind of curious on his own prep and then ended up going to uh, Laura and I's trainer as his coach and started to prep for his first show, which I remember my mom asking me, when she found out that Kyle was prepping, she said, well, is he prepping because you prep and you're a competitor and this is your life or because he wants to? And it was really important to me that he wanted to do it for him. Like you have to do it for yourself, not for anyone else, not to prove a point. And so him and I had a lot of discussions about the reasons why he would even start competing in the first place. Yeah, I think that that's something that me and Danny will probably talk about because Danny doesn't compete, but I feel like a part of him wants to. I've, I've <laughs> seen him, you know, do the little bodybuilding flexes and <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, I, I think it will be a conversation, especially after I do my first prep and my first competition that he might want to get into. But I would definitely want it to be, you know, his thing or, you know, what he wants to do. I wouldn't want to force him into doing that because I do it. Yeah. And I think, too, if he watches you at your show, it also might push him towards wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. it I think sometimes, yeah, especially, I don't know if Kyle was like this or, you know, I could sort of see Danny falling into this camp because he is he's in great shape you know I think sometimes once people see a show and they see the competitors on stage it seems a little less intimidating like you see the people up there and you're like oh I could I could do that you know not everybody is looks like Mr. Olympia there's some you know kind of average looking people up there too I could do it I could I could give it my best and go for it yeah no Kyle was definitely with that mentality but his thing too is he's a manly man and he was very, I don't know if intimidated is the word, but the fact that his girlfriend is a pro bikini bodybuilder, competitor, that is a lot, I think, for a guy. And so his first show, he now admits that he kind of was competing with me, which makes no sense. Like, you can't compete. There just there isn't there isn't a way to compete with that. I've been doing it longer, and I'm in a totally different class. Hello, but, totally different. <laughs> yeah. So now he's actually prepping again with me, and this truly is because he wants it. He wants to do it, and he found his love for it when he stepped on stage and 
he literally was like, this is such an amazing rush um, that's like no other. And that's kind of what I crave too is that rush. And I love the process leading up to it and then show day. So we definitely have that in common and he's sticking to it. How, um, how has prepping with Danny been, Michelle, as far as, I mean, I guess right now it's a little weird because normally there'd be more things or activities that you can plan outside of prepping that maybe you wouldn't be able to do, but has anything changed or? Yeah. I mean, I think that one of the challenging things, I mean, like I said at the beginning, I'm currently quarantined and I'm quarantined with Danny because he also is, was exposed to the same person. So we're both quarantined and that I think is, is really challenging because when I first did my like 12 week challenge, I was with Danny, but I didn't live with him. We were separate, but now it's like, I'm here for every single meal that he eats. And even though he's like losing weight right now, or is trying to, trying to be good, he's still like, he had mac and cheese for lunch. Like, and he had pizza yesterday. So it's, it's challenging because I can't really miss those meals or miss those triggers, which that's been the most challenging thing for me has just been being able to like still spend time with him, but, not be triggered or want to have these like food that he's eating things like that just being around him all the time has been a little bit rough but oh like I Laura think... having a Balboa bar right in front of me oh yeah yeah we went down to the beach a second ago and I <laughs> was handling my emotions with food <laughs> But yeah, that is, that's a good point, Michelle, because that is actually a really, that is probably one of the most common issues people run into when they're dating someone and they're prepping is being around foods that are extremely tempting and almost upsetting, especially when you're far enough into prep. Um, that's, that's something people run into a lot. I know in the past I've gotten to a point where I've had to ask a partner, like, look, I don't care if you're eating pizza three or four times a week just please do not bring it here do not do it in front of me go eat whatever you want but please just don't bring it around me I'm having that was I think my first prep actually I was having a hard time with it and I had to have the conversation to say look I don't care what you eat but just please don't do it in front of me which is a little awkward with your romantic partner (laughs) especially especially if you're living with them which was my scenario at the time as well yeah I'm living with them and they can't go anywhere else to like things we just have to go in separate places in the house mm-hmm. which, yeah but yeah. you're still yeah I'm sure you're still smelling that pizza and that mac and cheese which is not ideal not ideal when you're prepping to just be around so much of that stuff it is you know even if you've got a really strong will and great willpower it's it's tempting and you smell it and yeah you want that food and it can make you feel hungry and yeah it can be no fun Speaking yeah it's food, interesting because I don't I don't typically like cheese. I don't like cheese. So it's like, I don't eat pizza or mac and cheese. It's been like years, but I, it's still, it's still like hard. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. So speaking of food, Laura, I remember you last year leading up to nationals. You were like full fledged going on dates, like to restaurants. And I was, you were, I'm telling you. I'm trying to remember. Like true foods and stuff like that. 
I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I have done, I have done dates on prep. I think usually the closer I get, um, the less likely I am to go. Or what I will do is I'll go on dates where we're just having coffee or I'm just having coffee and it's Mm -hmm. black coffee. So that's very, very benign. Not going to, you know, nothing, nothing wrong with that at pretty much any point on prep. So yeah, it's, it's tough because, you know, for the last two or so years, two and a half years, the majority of that I've been single and yeah, I've dated and, um, I've had periods of time where I've kind of taken myself out of the dating scene because I can sort of feel myself just not emotionally being up for it. Um, but that's a long time to be single and like, it's crazy. I'm getting a little emotional, but it gets, it gets lonely, you know, it gets lonely and, um, yeah, it's tough. It's really tough when you're prepping. Like, um, well, and I think we were talking about this earlier that so a lot of competitors, females and probably males too, tend to lose themselves in preps or that's sort of their escape from relationships. I've heard a lot of women who are going through really bad relationships and they just go into their prep full force and that is really their escape that's that's what I did in 2018 that is I mean hands down that was my escape I was at the gym as much as I could be because I didn't want to go home to my relationship and so when you have that thing to focus on and look forward to you sort of push everything else to the side including relationships which is why it's very important though if if your significant other is a priority then they should be a priority and not be pushed to the side but it can be very difficult to balance those but then also it can be very lonely yeah and sometimes you want or you jump into a prep just because you're like, well, I'm lonely. I've got nothing else to do. I've got no one else to do. Yeah. So that's usually, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much never my reason for starting prep. But I'll be honest, like being single as a competitor, it's a double-edged sword because I definitely do want to find someone. I want to have a family. I want to have kids and I'm 32 and, you know, without, without getting too emotional, you get to a point where you wonder if it's going to happen for you or not, you know, like that's a very real thought that I think is in my head. And I think it's not whether you're a competitor or not. I think it's in your head as you get older as a woman. And the crazy thing about competing is I get so much more attention from men now than I ever did. Like when I was 21, but it's not necessarily the type of attention you want. Like I get so many men that just like sex is the only thing on their mind And so many men too, especially I think here in Orange County and especially where I live, Costa Mesa, Newport Beach, it's kind of a party area. Like the men here, and I just think the people here, so I should, you know, be fair, both genders, I think people here tend to party well into adulthood. They don't want to settle down. Relationships are a little weird here compared to where I grew up in the Midwest and in Indiana where people tend to settle down earlier. There's there's so many times where I've really had to spend so much time and energy trying to figure out if this ma- this man that I'm interacting with is just trying to use me for sex or do they actually have good intentions? And that's the hard thing. So I get so much more attention than I ever used to, but I also feel like it's become much 
harder for me to date because when you are prepping and you can't go out to eat normally on a date and you can't go have a glass of wine with dinner or you just don't you don't feel comfortable and you don't have the energy to go out it's very unappealing to your average person like that even if you look amazing it's you come off as really high maintenance and um you know and it's not <laughs> you know the, it's not the only reason I'm single for sure but it's it's definitely a double edged sword being single as a competitor and trying to date as competitor because you're I think you're way more likely to catch a man's attention but it also it might not be the attention that you want it's interesting that you touch on that because so Kyle actually said like oh I always I always wanted the like Instagram fitness model and then when he started dating me that's sort of what he correlated it with and yet it's been one of our biggest challenges is social media what pictures are posted and in his mind, he he doesn't want to share my body. Well, my body is, like, what I work so hard for. And I truly, like, my social media, my Instagram, I put up posts not for men, but for women. And really just to try and empower and motivate them that, hey, this is where I started and this is where I am now. And you just continue to grow, and I want to uplift women. So I've tried to explain that all my photos, majority of them, are for that audience. But it's still very difficult, even though in his mind, as a male, he wanted that Instagram like sex appeal model. And and then once he's in a relationship, he doesn't want it. He doesn't want to share it. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So... That's a real thing. Yeah. Or yeah. You guys too. can't see me, but I'm like shaking my head because I'm, I'm just remembering my past relationship and dating someone who was similar to a very more extreme where I was not allowed to post anything in a bikini or anything in that was provocative by any nature, even though that wasn't my intention. And yeah, that just reminds me of that. And it makes sense. It is a challenge. Like I know that when I first posted my bikini post, uh, like poses, I got messages from family of not disgrace, but concern. So it's, I think that is a big challenge, especially with what our intentions are behind those photos and what, and, and this is, you know, a passion, right? Fitness, bikini competing, so it, yeah. it's really hard for others to see that. Yeah, it's a very showy sport. So there's a lot there's a lot to it. Everybody's going to have a different opinion or different reaction to it, including your significant other. Yeah. I was just going to say it's kind of funny because this is a topic that we will be going more in depth in soon, just in terms of like other people's perception of the sport or other people's perception of body images, things like that. So it's interesting that we... It comes up. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. I've also even had like, I don't know. I feel like I've had so many, I hate to be, I hate to be like a downer, but I feel like I've had so many negative experiences in the last two years. And that's why from time to time I do kind of take myself out of the dating scene and take a break just to be on my own. But I also remember too. So on the opposite side, my Instagram is also very showy. It's kind of evolved. It didn't it wasn't originally, it was kind of, you know, it used to be like my cooking and anything kind of related to health and it would, you know, be 
nice nature pictures when I went hiking. And over the years, it's kind of just evolved into my bikini fitness photos and things like that. And I have my own separate private Instagram now that's just whatever I want. And only my friends really have that. But you know, I've had guys too that have really positive and really negative reactions to it. Like guys who see it and then they immediately want to date you. And then guys who see it and then they're like, oh, no, never mind. Just kidding. Or, or they might realize too, like you said, Kaylee, that they think they want a fitness model or a girl that looks like a fitness model. And then they learn what actually goes into your lifestyle, the amount of time you have to spend at the gym, the amount of time and effort you have to spend prepping your food and how diligent you have to be with that. And then they realize, oh, wow, this is actually a very high maintenance lifestyle. I thought I wanted this hot girl, but really what I want is just a girl I'm attracted to who will come drink beer with me and eat pizza whenever I want. I was going to say, I feel like that's part of like the double-edged sword too, Laura, because it's like when you're on prep, they're seeing that side. And then when you're off prep, even though you are able to like drink or go out, do you know, normal things in the back of your mind, you're like, but this isn't how it is all the time. Is that a challenging part? It's like, have you had to transition from off prep to on prep with anyone? No, I'm usually just single. <laughs> I have, though. And that was something, so the first show that I prepped for with Kyle, and he had never competed, and then we went in, or I went into an off-season leading into the following prep, and I had to remind him two weeks from my show. He was so supportive. He was so good, so easy, until like two weeks out from New Jersey when there was like arguments, blow ups. And at that point, so we talked about stress last time and I knew better. I could not let anything get in the way of the show. And literally I just let him walk out the door. I didn't go chasing after him. I didn't call him, asking him like whatever. I, I, I just let him go. And his thing was all you're doing, all you're thinking about, all we talk about is prep. Prep, prep, prep. This is this is your life. This is all you are. And yeah, like 100%, especially that particular prep. But mind you, I sat down, talked to him, and I even kind of circled back to our conversations of, look, I tried to share with you what to expect, but until you're actually experiencing it, I don't think you're going to ever understand it. And until you actually go through your own prep, you're not going to understand it. So I said, just give me the two weeks. Like, you're going to get to see the final outcome. You're going to get to see me walk on stage. It is an experience like no other. And I want to make you proud. Like, just, just trust me. And then right after, I had planned fun activities. Like, we went to the OC fair right after. And... Just did kind of out of the norm. We went to a, a night market of food. Like, of course we're going to eat a ton of food for once. So I really made a point to transition from prep, constantly working out, diligently eating my meals to, no, 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 I can have some fun. We can have some fun. We can go back to doing date nights, which I also did date nights, though, during prep. So I think it's important to make sure that if you can... Have them be a priority and set aside a night like 4th of July. Um, yesterday, we all grilled. Easily, I can grill my food and stay on plan. 
so we would just do that and we would have date nights where we would cook food or whatever watch a movie go see a movie but yeah it is important that you eventually can find somewhat of a balance between prepping fitness and your other life like yeah it's a lifestyle but there is so much more to life well my question is I know you said the the barbecue example but are there any other tips of how to include your partner or how to do date nights or do things together I mean I think it's a little bit challenging now, but mm-hmm. with with the current circumstances. But I guess in general, what, what are some tips you have for being able to do that? Yeah, I think it depends on who your significant other is. So, you know, we were kind of touching on if they're competitors or if they're not. Do they work out? Do they not? So me, I have gone for somewhat like-minded men and I would attempt to go to the gym with them or actually do a workout with them. Maybe their strength is my weakness and vice versa actually. So I would do, I know I've asked Kyle, my trainer, Terry said, I need to round out my shoulders more. Well, he's got some round freaking shoulders. So I said, let's do a workout together. Like let's do shoulders and I will keep up with you. So it's not hindering him, but that is our date nights is at the gym right now, but we're both prepping. I think other people that may have different lifestyles is what's hard. Or if you, I mean, I think if you can find activities or things to do together and spend quality time that also just don't don't involve food, go for a hike or a walk or, you know, when the beaches are open, go to the beach. I mean, really just activities and things you can enjoy together and still making sure you're having quality time. And so, yeah, based on your relationship and your interests, that'll vary. But I think if you can find activities that don't involve food at all, that's always a safe bet because then you don't have to stress about like, oh, I'm going to watch you eat pizza while I've got my little, you know, tilapia and asparagus. And you can kind of still find things to do and enjoy together. Even if you both are prepping at the same time or you're not, to find things outside of fitness so that you don't get super complacent or it doesn't become literally just what you are about. So even last night, Kyle had to work all day. He got off work and he wanted to go to the gym, which, okay, you're prepping. Like I I get that a hundred percent, but it's a holiday. Let's do something a little bit different. And we did the most random thing and jumped in my car, which is a convertible, and just drove around the neighborhood and crashed all these different firework display parties. Like, I will never forget that, and neither will he. And we, like, blared country music. It was awesome. And guess what? It had nothing to do with fitness. It had nothing to do Mm. with our prep. It was nice to just get out, and it made me so much more connected to him than, you know, maybe it has in a while. So, like, really random little getaways. Laura and I were talking about even just going to, like, a hotel for a night. Even right now, through quarantine, like... Hotels are still open. Hotels are absolutely still open. Pools at hotels are open, especially on weekends. So, if you can just go for an overnight stay, it's somewhere out of the house. Out of your house that majority of us are in 24-7 now. So little things that include them and make sure that they know that they are important. Um, I know, so food related, I've had my ex and 
Kyle did this, they would like grill up meat or help me prep something that they knew maybe I didn't have time for or just would help me out in general is nice and then returning that favor. Yeah, that was something I just did. I was prepping my meals, but I made some of my like lean turkey into patties and I told Danny, I was like, hey, if you're grilling up anytime this week, let me know and I'll pull these out to defrost them so I threw them back in the freezer. But that's definitely something I was thinking about this weekend because they all grilled up a bunch of food and I just had my meal prep. So I was like, oh, it would be nice to grill together and me just have my we need and him have whatever steak or yeah some barbecues are actually like a great time where you can pretty much stay on track you know you can have your whatever type of rice or carb or sweet potato or whatever you're gonna make you can grill a bunch of veggies and meat always goes great on a grill I feel like so many things like just even just basic chicken tastes so much better when it's grilled so it's kind of a nice nice way that you can spend time together and feel like you're living life a little bit but still stay on track with prep 100%. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm just kind of planning or thinking of other things that I need to do. I feel like Danny is pretty understanding of like my space. Like when I, the main things I'm concerned about is me and Danny don't fight very often or really ever. But I know that when I get hungry, I get hangry, I get irritable, all those things. So I think just mentally preparing for like what those conversations look like because right now I'm okay, but I'm still nine weeks out or whatnot. So as I get closer. For me, I feel like I noticed a change in myself like around four weeks or somewhere Mm -hmm. between four and six weeks. But I think the biggest thing, if I can give any advice, which, you know, is not, not much in terms of being in a relationship during prepping. If anything, I just have experience breaking up during preps is just being aware of where you're at, Michelle. And if you can do anything to just make sure you're always prepared in any situation, you've got your food, you've got your water, whatever you need. So that way you're not putting yourself in a spot where you're going to be super hangry or you're going to miss a meal you know, if you can kind of just be on top of like what you need, you're still going to have, I'm sure you're still going to have moments. I'm sure you're still going to, you know, be maybe a little bit crankier than you're used to or that you normally would be. But if you just make sure you've got all of your stuff ready to go, especially as it gets closer to the show, I think that makes a big difference. If you, if you kind of set yourself up to be caught out without your food or your supplements or your water or whatever you need, you're much more likely to kind of get irritable, I think, than if you make sure that you're hitting your meal timing exactly and you're always prepared. That's really good advice, yeah. I can definitely see that. I mean, I've seen that before prep of just days where I would forget to bring food or snacks, like when we go hiking. Yep. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I I can definitely get hangry. Just explaining or having that talk that it's not it seems like at the moment it's personal a personal Mm. attack but it really isn't and just coming to an understanding yeah I think I need to have that conversation soon because I already have have said some things (laughs) it's just it's sort of trying to set the expectations which obviously this is your first prep but you've been through plans before so you know a little Mm. bit more than like I did for my very first prep, but setting those expectations ahead of time, I think will help. I think you're also in a tougher spot, Michelle, honestly, because number one, I think the first prep is always the hardest in a lot of ways because you don't fully know what to expect. Once you've been through a prep all the way through, 
you kind of know what to expect. You kind of know what's coming right now. There's some uncertainty. You don't really know how you're going to feel or how you're going to look <laughs> in six to eight weeks. So you're just kind of in your head guessing or, you know, or what, you know, you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring in some ways. And then on top of that, everything's closed. You guys aren't able to kind of do your normal things and have time apart. And you're there when he's eating pizza and mac and cheese and you <laughs> don't have the same space and just ability to cope with just little life stresses. So I think your situation is also harder than the average person's first prep would be just given everything else going on in the world. You're not making me feel better, Laura. <laughs> well, I just say that, you know, you're even, I would say be nice to yourself. Like, you know, even if yeah. you feel like you've reacted in a way that you wouldn't normally, you're under more stress than just the average competitor prepping for their first show. So don't be hard on yourself. I will say that probably one of the best things that we did right at the beginning of this prep, I mean, not, it wasn't intentionally aligned with prep at all, but we did get our dog, which I've mentioned before, but I think that has helped a lot because when I need space, he still has someone he can show love and affection to and, and play with or train or whatnot. Um, and same for me, when I am stressed, I have someone I can play with and pet and love and <laughs> yeah, all that yeah. if I'm mad at him, yeah. or et cetera. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's talk breakups. So breakups happen during preps. The reality is breakups do happen during preps. Yeah, and sometimes sometimes preps can precipitate the breakup. If the relationship is already not in a great spot and then one or both of you goes into a prep, you're going to be more irritable, you're going to be fighting more, you're going to just have less of an ability to smooth things over. So my yeah, my very my first two preps, both of them I kind of went through breakups during those. So my very first one was probably the hardest because we were living together. So this is the guy that I moved to California with in 2014. He had actually tried prepping with the same coach and I was helping him prep for a men's physique show. And he was he was on his prep for a long time. He had, I would say, a, a decent amount of weight to lose to get in stage shape. And he was prepping for a long time. And I think it just, it was too much for him. I also think... In retrospect, the guy that was prepping him, I think he could have done things a bit better. He wasn't he wasn't giving my ex a set show day, which I think is very demotivating given how long he was prepping and how hard he was prepping. So I do have some qualms with the guy who was prepping him. I don't really interact with him anymore. I'm not going to say his name, but I, I don't think he was, you know, totally 100% doing right by my ex. And then I went to prep with the same guy. He kind of had me, he kind of handed me off to one of the trainers in the gym. And and my first coach, we're still, we're still great friends. He's awesome. Um, but when my ex kind of failed at his prep, I think he felt bad about himself. And then he saw me doing it. Our relationship had a lot of issues. We'd been dating for several years. We lived together. We had a dog together. So things were complex. And, and I think... I'm going to really be careful before I move in with anyone again, because breaking up when you live with someone, it not that it's the same thing at all, at all, but it kind of felt like a divorce. It's like we have all this stuff that we're having to split up. We have a dog, we have bills. You know, I felt so guilty because I'm like leaving him with part of a lease. So I was prepping, you know, in some ways, I think he was taking it out on me a little bit because he... He did start to order Domino's three to four times a week when he wasn't doing that before and he would just eat it in front of me. And that's where I had to say, look, and I was like begging him, like, just please don't do this. Like I was eating 
so few calories by the end of my prep. I think I was only eating eight or 900 calories a day because I had very little muscle mass and that's what it took for me to get that lean at the time. Um, you know, and that's the reality of a lot of first time bikini competitors too. We've mentioned that before, but that's, that can be a reality. And I was just so exhausted. He was eating dominoes all the time. And the way the timing worked out is I was literally moving out of our shared apartment the weekend before my show. So peak week, I did get movers. So it was actually fairly seamless. You know, they pretty much moved everything for me. But yeah, it was tough. It was tough. And then I was also kind of lucky because I felt like on my first show day, like I didn't have anyone there. So I made friends, some of which I'm still friends with today, three years later, three and a half years later. Um, But I, you know, he he wasn't going to come watch me. He wasn't going to come support me. So I kind of had no one there. I had my coach. And the nice thing is, like, some of the guys who are kind of on this same team or being coached by the same people, they came to eat with me after. Because afterwards, like, my first show, I, you know, and I didn't even do that well. Like, I was just so stoked I did it. You know, I got second in novice. I got fifth in open, which was last place because there were only five of us. Um, Kaylee and I did that show together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that was the show that we did together. And and I was, like, about to go home or, like, try to find somewhere to eat. And I was, like, literally about to go to Taco Bell by myself, which made me feel very sad. But then I was lucky that I had some teammates that came out and they're like, look, Laura, we're going to take you to dinner. So it all worked out for the best. But, yeah, breakups on prep, they're tough. And I don't recommend it if you don't have to. That was just, that was just an extreme circumstance. And it, you know, we had we had years of history and the relationship – wasn't working for a long time and I think me prepping when he had kind of in some ways like he felt like he failed at prepping I think that created a just an insurmountable amount of tension and resentment and animosity that we couldn't we couldn't even last all the way through my prep it's tough it's tough it's really tough and for me you know Kaylee you said you tend to go to go for guys that are similar minded and like-minded and are interested in bodybuilding, I think for me, because I'm, I think of myself as a little bit of a nerd or whatever. I tend to not like bodybuilder type guys. I'd probably, I'd probably be doing myself a huge favor if I would just date a bodybuilder, but I think I can't keep myself mentally attracted to someone who isn't very intelligent and very ambitious and has lots of things going on in their life outside of fitness. So for me, I tend not to be attracted to the fitness guys. And maybe, maybe it would be a lot easier if I was, but um, yeah, I think, I think it just makes it hard because prep is, it's just a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. It's a, it's a high maintenance lifestyle. And the reality is it can put a lot of strain on relationships. But there is a lot, a lot of my friends who are married and their spouses don't compete don't necessarily work out like they do and are 100% supportive and proud of them. So I think finding that that person that will compliment you and be supportive of you, it's hard. It takes a really, really strong, confident, secure man or woman to do that. But someone that's very secure with themselves and is ambitious and knows what they want out of life, they're going to support you because they see that that is something that you love and that you're passionate about. So it's kind of, for me at least, it's a non-negotiable. It's, I love this. This is a passion of mine. Why would you want to take away a passion of your significant other? I would support, you know, Kyle if, I don't know, whatever he wanted to do. If he wanted to 
go to the moon, whatever. Even if I think it's crazy, like if that's a dream of his, hell yeah, I'm going to support it and I'm going to do whatever it takes that I can to make it happen for him. Yeah, I think I weirdly feel like when I'm in off season that now is my time to date. And I kind of feel like once I'm in prep, I can't date or I won't be successful dating because I am doing this very high maintenance thing where I don't have just the physical energy to want to go out to a restaurant and be tempted and yeah. be hungry, you know, but it's even very, like- it's very weird. Like I feel like, I feel like this pressure even now I'm like, cause I don't really know when I'm going to be prepping next. Like, I feel like now is the time where I have to be. If I, if I want a romantic relationship, like now is a time where I have to be out there pursuing it or it's not going to happen until I'm done prepping at who knows what point. Yeah. I mean, even like online dating or just dating in general, it takes work. It takes time. And I know I definitely, if I were prepping and just starting out to date, I, yeah, I wouldn't do it. But some people can, and they do, and they love it and have fun with it, and they can balance it. So as a first-time competitor, we're probably going to be more difficult than someone that's more seasoned and knows what to expect out of themselves and how they can interact with other people and allow them to understand. Um, So I think it's definitely doable, depending on your life goals, too, because life isn't all about competing either. So... (laughs) You mentioned wanting to have a family, you know, so there are definitely things that will eventually take precedent over a stage thing body. (laughs) Well, I was going to say the the one thing we haven't really touched on that, you know, has to do with having a family is. Sex. The idea of sex life, I don't know if that's something we still yeah. wanted to talk about. Yeah, we should. We should. For me personally, I mean, <laughs> Kaylee, feel free to jump in. Michelle, I don't know if you're feeling any effects or not yet. For me, I feel like I definitely, like I said, around, for me, usually around four weeks is when I notice my energy and just physically, mentally, emotionally, I'm in a different place around four weeks out than I am that first part of the prep. And, and with that, you know, I, I have a big drop in sex drive usually. Like usually beginning of prep, I've got great energy. I feel like I'm looking good. Things are great. And that last like month, I just, I have no interest. Funny thing is when I'm first starting to prep, my drive goes up and I, I am wanting it more and more and more. And then around like six to at this point eight eight weeks out and I've already kind of lost that and it's it's very very hard for the other half because they're gonna take it as oh you're not not attracted to me and not being intimate with someone that you typically are is very 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 difficult to work around and even if I explain hey like I just I don't have to drive, like, I just, it's not you, it's literally me. They're never going to hear that. They're only going to see that I have no attraction to them, and it definitely can make the relationship. So I know, okay. (laughs) So we were talking to Rachel about sometimes the actual, like, increase of sex helps with 
your weight loss <laughs> in a way. So I know Kyle and I, like, we weren't being intimate. This is, like, two cups ago. We weren't being intimate, and then all of a sudden, I, I don't know, I found my drive and started being intimate, and I was, like, losing weight. And I'm like, whoa, like, let's keep this going. <laughs> It's great. It's great stress relief. So I forget if we go back, yeah, two episodes. So when we had Rachel Latner on, she touched on that in her episode on hormonal health. But yeah, I can totally see that just for stress relief, mood boosting. It's I think it is a good thing. But the reality is, I think a lot of competitors, probably more so women, but even men too, I think when you're tired and you're hungry enough, you kind of lose that drive. So I don't know if you're noticing anything yet, Michelle, hopefully not this far out. But that's something you may want to mentally prepare yourself and, and give Danny a heads up on. I prepared him last time. So when I did that 12-week cut, definitely, definitely felt that when I was a few weeks out. So it's like a, a conversation, ongoing conversation with us now because I know that it is. Uh, it's not even an ongoing conversation. It's, it's already known. <laughs> so just preparing. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, the first – I just think the first prep is always – the hardest and once you've gone through it once you just have such a better idea of what to expect or how your body's going to feel and yeah but that's definitely that's definitely a conversation to have with your partner and I think the more the more you're communicating with them the more you're letting them know how you're feeling and what your needs are and you know reminding them that you're not you're not 100% yourself the Mm -hmm. easier things are to handle when they come up yeah I think communication is definitely key here 100%. It'd be fun at some point maybe to do a relationship Q&A or something like that where maybe we loft loft out, see if people have questions on social media or something. All right. Well, that is it for this week's episode of Bikini Things. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you have a friend who you think would like to listen to this, you've got a friend who's into fitness, who's into bikini competitions, share this with a friend. And we will catch you guys in the next episode of Bikini Things. Oh, 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 oh,